And now the moment that was supposed to happen during the Super Bowl 53 halftime show. Is it nap time yet, Squidward? No, Patrick, it's not nap time. Bum, 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 bum. The winner takes all. It's the fear of one more kill. The last one to fall. We'll never sacrifice their will. But boom, boom, boom. Don't ever look back on the wind closing in. The only attack with the winds of the wind. Oh, the daydream begins. And it's sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. And that's how. takes all you don't win no shootout you only lose the gold you push with a fever oh your time keeps going on against all the odds against all your pain your back's on the wall With no one to blame While well, hearts won't get tamed And it's sweet, sweet, sweet victory, yeah And it's ours for the taking It's ours for the Sweet, sweet, sweet victory, yeah. And the world's not the follow. The winner takes all. Yeah, you're welcome. Sort of sweet, sweet victory, but at least I did better than the NFL. Come on. At least I gave you sweet, sweet victory. Everyone's a critic. And it's time for some B rolling over. What's up, everyone? This is Nathan for B rolling over. And boy, I think Patrick had the right idea with that Super Bowl. Yes, people called it the big snore game of Super Bowl 53. But you know what? I think we are jumping to conclusions here. I mean, it was a great, I mean, defense trenches battle between the Rams defense and the New England Patriots defense. My goodness. It's just... 
I mean, there's there was no surprise. Bill Belichick used to be a defensive coordinator for the New York Giants back in the past, once upon a time. And even stopping Jim Kelly's hurry up, what was revolutionary at the time, the hurry up offense of the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl 25. But my goodness, holding down the, the second best scoring offense to only three points. Jeez. Hey, at Jared Goff, 24 years old in the Super Bowl, that's that's pretty good. Uh, definitely a class hit by Sean McVay on saying, stop going after the players, it's on me, I was just simply outcoached. And that is a class act right there by Sean McVay. And that's the reason why the LA Rams have him as a coach, right there. Willing to admit that, you know, he has a plenty to work on, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the Rams return to the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe not next year's Super Bowl, but I definitely can see him return back to the Super Bowl, especially with uh, Sean McVay as the coach. And and I even mentioned on the last podcast saying I wouldn't be surprised with Jerry Goff being... <clears throat> Jared Goff being, you know, not being able to handle the pressure of being on this big stage. I mean, 24 years old, you're 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 on you're at you're at the Super Bowl. You're you're playing in the big game, and that New England Patriots defense was relentless. Is an understatement. They were all over him throughout the whole entire game. I can respect a great. Defense trenches battle. I do. I really enjoy them. It's just, it's one of those things, but I want some nice, you know, some decent offense to the side. To be honest, I think this would have ended up being, ended up being a great uh, Super Bowl if the final score was actually 13 to 10. At least. Because it would give people that this was a closer that this was a closer game than what was shown on the scoreboard. On the scoreboard. The beauty of this game was it was pretty much anyone. Any anyone's game. Tom Brady's first pass was an interception. Now I'm not saying this is I'm not saying this is leading to Tom Brady on a decline, but this is what I'm going to say. If Tom Brady does return to Super Bowl next year, most likely the high probability will be yes. If he does return back to the Super Bowl, I'm going to say that he will be at his at his peak for his career. I don't think he's quite done yet. He has now won six Super Bowls. Think about that. He has won six Super Bowls. He has now won the most Super Bowls. 
and he and he's tied for the most Super Bowl wins ever with the Pittsburgh Steelers with six. He's not done. He wants to get a seventh one. That way, the New England Patriots can say at some point, "Hey, I mean, they are part of Boston." I mean, yeah, I know they're actually located in Foxborough, but let's face it, it's Boston. They don't call it Boston for nothing because they want to be the boss and they want to win a ton of championships. Thank you for that dad joke. Thank you. Thank you. That took me around two minutes to come up with that one. Oh, man. 13 to 3. Everybody was way off <coughs> with the score. <coughs> if you thought that this would end up being the final score of the Super Bowl, you're there are two things. You're either a wizard, you're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? Or you're a time traveler. But if there was anyone in Las Vegas, I was like, hey, I bet the under. Oh, yeah. What? That, that person by itself deserves to be on a podcast or on a talk show. Just wondering how they came to the conclusion that this would actually happen. I don't know about you. I, I would wonder the mindset of a person that thought, yeah, I thought this was going to happen. How? How did you come to this conclusion? Well, both teams have decent defenses, and, and I knew that Jared Goff couldn't really handle it. He would end up looking like his 2016 self in this game. Uh, but it, it's a team game. But there were some moments you're just, oh, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. You cannot drop those passes. You just can't. Even if a defender is all over you. You just can't drop those passes. Mm. It was anyone's game. Uh, that's the type of Super Bowl you want. It was pretty much anyone's game. To be honest, I was kind of surprised uh, who ended up being the Super Bowl MVP. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, I, I would probably pick Julian Edelman. But here's the thing, though, and here's the elephant in the room. He was actually suspended earlier in the season because he used perform he used PEDs. And if you're wondering what that means, boys and girls, that means performance-enhancing drugs. Now, I don't know. I feel kind of mixed. Yes, Julian Edelman definitely showed that he was pretty much the 
best player out there. He might have not scored a touchdown, but he was mainly the key factor in the game. He was that reliable squat receiver for Tom Brady. Let me see. I think I do believe it was what was it? Ten catches for one hundred and forty one yards. That's pretty good. But also, I want to say congratulations to the L.A. Rams defense. They did the impossible, not letting Tom Brady throw a touchdown pass. That is a great job by the Rams defense. Because no one in Super Bowl history has done that when they faced, when they faced Tom Brady. That is huge right there. It's just unfortunate that the LA Rams offense just couldn't show up. And it was confusing on what was going on with Todd Gurley. It was just... It just felt like a mess. And I and I, and I was just curious about maybe put in your third string running back. If you're... If you're halfback... If your star halfback is injured, I know it's the Super Bowl, but do you want to risk the chances of even having even a bigger injury? If your player's limping, you put him on the sideline. I, I know it's the Super Bowl. Everyone gathered. It is the superb owl. But, You would be at that point of, we might need to think about next season. So, I was way, as I said, I was way off with my prediction of it being 34 to 31. But, I have to say also, congratulations to me. This is the second time I correctly predicted the team that would win the Super Bowl. So now I'm two for six, and my percentage now is, let's see here, two out of six, so that becomes one-third of one. So that means I have a 30% correct with my Super Bowl predictions. And also, bizarrely enough, I was right about another thing. It did come down to a field goal. It's just a field goal that would put the game away. I, you know who the real MVPs are? Is Tony Romo and Jim Nance with, with that type of game. They, they found a way to make it they did the best they could to make it entertaining when only 16 points were scored. Oh, man. Johnny Hecker 
with a 65-yard punt. That's a Super Bowl record now. Also, this is a record that will definitely be hard to break. I know everybody has said before with Super Bowl, I do believe it was Super Bowl Seven, where the total points that were scored combined were 21, and everyone said that that's kind of hard to beat that Super Bowl record. Well, apparently this one will be even harder to have. The lowest scoring Super Bowl in Super Bowl history. With this low scoring of a of an affair, I mean the low scoring with this low scoring affair. Well, guess what? The Patriots have done it for the first time in the in the in their Super Bowl history. They have won by double digits. They won by ten. Thirteen to three. Why do I have a feeling if it was 13 to 10, people wouldn't be as upset because both teams at least scored a touchdown and the and the, and the scoreboard would show that this was a closer game than even it looked on the field. Why why do I have a feeling people wouldn't be as outraged if it was 13 to 10? Anyways, I, can you imagine, you know, <laughs> Atlanta was trying to stomach in, the for one thing, the Patriots being at the Super Bowl, but another thing, having the halftime show being sponsored by Pepsi-Cola. Oh my goodness, Atlanta, oh my gosh, you're the, that hope, you, you're the real MVP, Atlanta. Having to stomach both of those facts. Both of those facts that that happened. Mmm. And my other prediction was correct. The refs definitely won, and the fans definitely lose. Unless if you're a New England Patriots fan, then, then you have won. Otherwise, fans of the NFL lost. Six Super Bowls. Tom Brady isn't done yet. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots aren't quite done yet. I, I definitely think that Tom Brady went from a sixth-round pick to winning six Super Bowls. That was his whole mantra. He he wanted to win the exact number of Super Bowls that he was selected in the NFL draft of 2000. He has done that now. And now, 
They want to do one step further. He has done everything for the Patriots. He has been part of the Patriots that won the first Super Bowl. He has won a Super Bowl MVP. Actually, he has won, I think, around... I think three Super Bowl MVPs, maybe four, and then Dion Branch won one, and and now Julian Edelman has won one. I do believe. He also won back-to-back Super Bowls for 2003 and 2004, which no other team has done ever since. <clears throat> he has pretty much... And now he has the most Super Bowl wins, and he has helped the New England Patriots being tied as the top dog with the Pittsburgh Steelers for the most Super Bowl wins with six. He is part of the New England, a New England Patriots Super Bowl that won by double digits which actually that's their biggest margin of victory ever in their franchise history. But, anyways, let's talk about the Spongebob in the room. Now, of course, you heard me doing the best I can to sing V is for victory. Uh, I do the best I can. I, I'm a guy. I don't have that high voice. I don't. I do apologize. But I wanted to give something for... You say there will be... That halftime show will be performed for V is for Victory, and you show Richard Bumpus, who voices Squidward, have a little clip, and it just introduces Sicko Mode. Also, I want to congratulate Adam Levine for being the first autistic halftime halftime performer. Of Maroon 5. Everyone made a big deal out of Janet Jackson's nips, but not Adam Levine's. And the Super Bowl commercials. Well, I enjoyed the one for the upcoming 100. 100th season of the NFL. That was the most. That was more entertaining than the actual game, and I agree with a lot of Twitter users. But as I said, I enjoy a great defense battle. But as I said, would have been nice to see some offense. I don't think people would be. I know I keep on repeating myself, but I don't think people would be as outraged if it was 13-10, 17-13. Because that, because that score by itself is, wow, they held him down to under 30 points, but at the same time, you had some great defenses, but at the same time, you know, 
hey, there was some offense as well. You know, it's it's the right balance. It's it's the right yin and yang for for a Super Bowl right there. I don't blame LA Rams fans wanting to forget this one or the fact that this one even exists. I don't blame them. But hey, at least the LA Rams looked great in those jerseys, right? Right? All right. This is the Super Bowl that the NFL wanted. Once again, Boston versus L.A. Might as well be that. Uh, well, on the plus side, I got to watch the Super Bowl uh, with, with the family. Got to see my bro. Got to see his wife. We had some pizza, you know, had some great conversations, and, and getting to see how obsessed they get over the color of Gatorade. What's the color of Gatorade? What's the color of Gatorade? It's blue. It's blue. Of course it's blue. New England Patriots, blue. I bet the LA Rams probably had yellow. Probably. The Super Bowl MVP, I thought it would go to Sony Michelle. I mean, they pretty much relied on that running game, and Sony Michelle did a great job. He even, he even scored a touchdown. I thought it was going to go to Sony Michelle, to be honest. Not Julian Edelman. Sometimes they just give the Super Bowl MVPs. Some, some years they give it to the one that deserve it, but at the same time they don't, and then some years they give it to just the quarterback because, well, it's the quarterback. I'm just happy that they didn't give it to Tom Brady because Tom Brady did not deserve it. And he has too many Super Bowl MVPs. Alright. Let someone else have it. Julian Edelman? Alright, fine. Fought. I just fought. It should have gone to the person that made a difference and also scored a touchdown in the game. Nope. All right, then. Sony and Michelle. I would have been happy with Sony and Michelle, but Julian Elman, all right. Whatever floats your boat. Boy. I, I even thought third option would be Stephon Gilmore because if it, was, if it wasn't for that interception, not only do the Rams have a chance at a field goal to cut the lead down to four, but maybe even
He just... There was just another play at the... If that interception didn't happen, I could have definitely saw a post route maybe to Robert Woods or, once again, to Brandon Cooks. If that interception didn't happen. Maybe pass it to someone else, Reynolds or Woods or anyone else because Brandon Cooks was obvious. I, I know he's your go-to guy. And trust me, if the Rams found a way to win this that Super Bowl, Brandon Cooks might have been the MVP. Also, a great job by the New England Patriots defense. I mean, with their man coverage. Switching up their defense. I mean, there, there's no surprise, as I said. I mean, if you have Bill Belichick as the head coach, he, he was a defensive coordinator. And you know what's funny? You know what's the funny thing of it all? Bill Belichick used to be a defensive coordinator for the New York Giants. Back in the day, back in the 80s. But he can't beat the Giants in the Super Bowl. Isn't that funny? Oh, how life is funny that way. I don't know, to be honest, but the way that Jared Goff was performing, I was kind of curious about, okay, how about we give the backup quarterback a chance? You know, pull the, uh, you know, um, the, let me see here, the 2000, the 2018 championship, just, just put in the backup quarterback in the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick, you don't got tape on this guy. <laughs> but, but hey, all right. Jared Goff is your quarterback. I, I totally understand. But if he's having a rough game, maybe try to give someone else a chance. And Bill Belichick hasn't watched on a tape on yet. You know? But, hey. Well, it's just kind of amazing on how long you can talk for a conversation. All I know is I'm looking forward to, at some point, if I can find a way to contact Tyler Jackson Price and have him be on the podcast. As I said, it's going to be a blast. You know, sometimes with my schedule and his schedule, we need to find a way to make it happen. So I'm hoping I can find a way to make that happen. Because I've seen his stand-up comedy. I've heard him on... I've heard his uh, voiceover reel. And he sounds hilarious. And he does great impressions. I actually enjoyed the Walmart commercial that they showed for the Super Bowl. Because it showed all the different pop culture cars. They showed Kit. They showed Kit, they showed the Jurassic Park car, they showed the DeLorean, they showed 
the goat, the ecto. Uh, uh, they showed the Ecto car from Ghostbusters, and the and it was just a way of showing that now Walmart has grocery pickup. They even showed Batman, the I mean Batman's car. They showed the Batmobile, too. It was amazing to see all that, to see all those pop culture cars. And they're picking up from Walmart for groceries. But otherwise, there wasn't really that many entertaining Super Bowl ads this year. But the Microsoft one, you know, I, I just got a tear in my eye because it shows, you know, even now, people that were mentally or physically incapable are now able to play video games as well. So this that's just amazing. I I enjoyed that ad. I enjoyed that ad before I even went on the went on the Super Bowl. And. And, yeah, I mean, there is not a lot to talk about. I mean, that long punt, that Greg Zerlin made a field goal to tie it free-free, but then that was pretty much it. So, Michelle scored a short two-yard touchdown. All I have to say is I'm just curious on how the yearning tree will respond to this with making his video about Super Bowl 53. But all I have to say is we thought Super Bowl 50 was bad. This was... This was bad. This was bad. Not terrible. This was just a bad Super Bowl. This was... This was a bad Super Bowl if you were... I mean, yikes. And with that being said, as thank you everybody. This is... Thank you to my lovely listeners and handsome hearers as... This is, this has been therapeutic of me being able to talk about Super Bowl 53 because I know a day after I'm probably going to forget. I'll know that the Patriots won the Super Bowl and I'll probably know the final score. But I'll pretty much, will do everything I can to forget about this. But I just want to say the real MVPs of that Super Bowl was not Julian Elman. It was actually... My brother and his wife gained the pizza uh, because in California it was pouring down rain. So, also, MVP goes to my Jima for letting us be able to watch the Super Bowl at her place. And also, to the many, many drinks 
I've had of Georgia Peach Coca-Cola. And that's all I have to say as I'm Nathan for B rolling over. Saying so long until next time. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please check out my now, let's see here, now 33, 33 other podcast episodes. Especially Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and even if you're into movies, also check out my podcast episode as I jokingly call it. And the, nominee, and the nominees are for, for movie most likely to be forgotten within a year. And if you're a fan of Star Wars, also check out Star Wars The Last Poor Guy, as that is surprisingly my most popular podcast episode for some strange reason. I, I, I do appreciate everybody wanting to listen to it around a hundred times, but I just can't figure out, quite figure out. Maybe everybody just liked my pork impression. <coughs> But seriously, I do I do everything I can to make sure to have quality content. I do pre I would appreciate everybody, you know, commenting on what I can improve on. I really would do appreciate it. I want to make sure to bring quality content, and hopefully at some point I can even get some guests on the podcast. I would really enjoy that. <laughs> Especially, maybe even autistic guests. Hmm. Maybe try to find a way to get Adam Levine or maybe even Dan Marino because Dan Marino actually has a has a autistic foundation. He does everything he can to make sure to you know help out uh, people on the autism spectrum. I, I think he even uh, helps him out, you know, go to school. Maybe I think there's a school and he has people and it's mostly just people on the autism spectrum and finds a way to help him out, you know, be out there in the world and getting work. So that's the Dan Marino Foundation. Uh, check it out, please. I mean, might as well, since I'm talking about the Super Bowl, uh, might as well talk about a guy that played in the Super Bowl and he's just going to win one. But the Dan Marino Foundation, please do check out. And also, it's not it's this is not sponsored by Dan Marino Foundation. I just thought it would be a great suggestion. You know, check out. You know, since football season's over, you know, check out uh, the Dan Marino Foundation. You know, just just check it out. Check out the website and and see what. You know, the Dan Marino Foundation does. And also, I just want to say uh, thank you very much. I'm going to do everything I can to make more and more quality content. My lovely listeners and handsome hearers. Also, please do check out Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a nonprofit that helps out people that are... That has special needs and also on the autism spectrum. They make sure to employ people with special needs and on the autism spectrum. They make unique and great screen designs on t-shirts, tank tops, sweaters, 
hoodies. And they and they even they even have stickers. They even have stickers and even some interesting accessories. Oh, and especially they have co especially for this winter weather some cozy hand knitted beanies to wear. For this very chilly season. So please do check out Industry Horror. Industryhorror.com. No matter how big or small your business 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 is <laughs> they want to do everything to help out and you'll be helping out people that are employed on the autism spectrum to keep on having work. Screen printing with a conscious. Check out the website, industryhorror.com. And if you're around the local area, it's in... Check out their boutique shop. It's in downtown Ventura, right next door to the Buffalo Exchange Store. Off of 518 East Main Street. 